All right. Happy Thursday. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to Change Your Lives, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burton. Got an awesome show tonight. Tonight we're going to be asking, are we too busy to use common sense? You know, it, you know, just uh, this show is inspired about really what's going on in, in this day and age, about a lot of the decision-making that's going on. And I think people are using a lot of factors outside of regular common sense. They're using off business, off money, off feelings, and not taking, you know, in consideration good old common sense or what's right and what's wrong. So I want to have this show tonight just to discuss that and everything. Mm. You know, before we get started, I want to say what's up to my awesome producers, DJ Lab and Slick 316. Another Thursday, bro. Another Thursday, another Thursday. Hey, listen, you know, as, as always, before we start the show, we, uh, you know, rehashed previous week. You know, we're still in the middle of the pandemic. They got a lot of vaccines and stuff coming out and everything. And uh, hopefully we get through everything clear. I, I talked to a lot of people and I asked them, you know, would you be open to taking a vaccine? And typically everybody say the same thing. Hell no. Right. But it seems like everybody, once they get uh, uh, a touch of Corona, they they, all, they, they dig it all kind of experimental. <laughs> so they change their mind once, that, once they get that touch, huh? I mean, seriously, I'm like, you know, you know, it, it, I guess it's just that notion of not having it. But it seems like once you get it, everybody in the moment want to try this new experimental shot of gasoline they're gonna shoot into whatever <laughs> you know so just it, that's been pretty unique i have a couple of fat close family members that uh have had it and uh i know they're old school now nah, i want that i don't want to try it but uh actually they had to give them some experimental drugs and uh they're doing they're doing much better now that's good but that was one of the things you know just i just remember that thought process in people say that so everybody you know as we said before remember all the stuff you learned in pre-k and kindergarten wash your hands Keep social distance, you know, mm -hmm. don't spit when you talk, and, uh, you know, be safe out there overall. Uh, next, I also want to talk about last week we had the debut of the Dollar Hour. Yeah. You know, last week was an awesome show, man. I want to give a big shout-out to both of my producers, Lab Slick 316, for making it, making it happen. Uh, man, it was a great experience and stuff. I feel about dumb. I'm about, what did we talk about last week in the Dollar <laughs> I'd be so hyped up with everything. Uh, I show? actually, it's actually slipping my mind, too. Uh, what do we talk about? Oh. Ten ways on how to make uh, uh make somebody a partner, a business partner. Uh, uh, yeah, to, yeah. to um choose your partner. So yeah, ten ways to choose, to choose a partner. business partner. And yeah. uh, it was a great show. Had a great dialogue. I gave a lot of great information out, and uh, had a great response from you guys and stuff like that. But yeah, that was the debut of Dollar Hour. And like I told Lab, you know, kind of want to ro uh, rotate uh, each week. Twice a and month. Yeah, we're doing it twice a month, man. But to with that to that point. I got an assignment. I got to go down uh, out of town for next week, so we won't have no show next week. Okay. okay. Won't have no show next week, so I'm gonna take one of those little few uh, uh, weeks off and everything. But I got a little assignment. I got a got a little contract. Got a little change coming. <laughs> change is more yeah. important <laughs> than anything. Yeah, you, and you you can't be Mr. Mr. Short Dollar and not go get the dollars. Well, this damn change right here free. I got to <laughs> kind of rattle in my pocket. So. Uh, we won't be at any show next week and everything like that. We'll probably pick everything, go the week after that and stuff. So, but uh, it was it was awesome, man. Again, I appreciate y'all. I felt pretty good about it and stuff. Had a good response from the people on that channel. But uh, if you haven't, make sure you go to uh, my other YouTube channel, Mr. Short Dollar, where we talk about personal finance, business, entrepreneurship, and uh, real estate investing. Great show again. Uh, Ten ways to choose your business partner. Uh, and if you missed it, just go to the you know that YouTube channel, mm -hmm. check out that video and everything. Also. Just want to let everybody know. And I've had a good response. I was just looking at my numbers prior to come out here. Okay. I released my first funnel. Uh-oh. Okay, so the first video uh, is, is based off Change Lives. The, uh, 
the ways uh, how to stop procrastination. Okay. And so that was my first sales funnel. Uh, I did it, set it up. I, I boosted two different videos. Okay. I got video boosting in New York, Houston, and Atlanta. Okay. And I had uh, two people. It, it got ignited this morning. Well, authorized this morning. And I've had two people, you know, they, they, they went in and signed in already. Okay. So, uh, so far, so good. I do L.A. too now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, again, you know, it's um, uh, uh, nothing in the world is free. That's right. And so paying the advertising dollars and man, it's, I'm so proud of myself because what I've learned, you know, just you know, just the, the the gist of it. I think that I have been going about things and not to probably the most optimal path with my marketing of my business. Okay. And I think. This new path with making the funnels, even with Majestic, and we'll talk about it after the show lab, and I'll you know do some stuff about it later, you know with uh, introducing it on uh, Mr. Short Dollar and everything. Okay. I mean, I think this new way I'm going about everything. It's better. Gonna be next level. Okay. Gonna be next level, and already on a good level, but ain't now I'm going, <laughs> going a little higher, higher. You know, you're short man. Hey, hey you know what I'm looking up. <laughs> That's right. I know. But, uh, what you, yeah, I know man. the feeling. Real proud of myself, <laughs> brother. Hey, short man, rule the world. That's right. <laughs> but you know, real talk. It's a. Uh, I'm real proud of myself. It's been a long time coming. We're doing that and everything like that. So yeah, uh, it is out there. Okay. So if you see, you know, my big head on my videos and anything like that coming up, hey, that's what's going on okay. and everything. So yeah, uh, I I did that about two a.m. Uh, this morning. <laughs> blasted it and everything. And I'll check my numbers before I came. So yeah, that first funnel is out. And I'm got and I got some more stuff coming out of the pipe, so just keep posted. Now listen, going into tonight's show, again, we're talking about um are we too busy to use common sense? Or have we forgot to use common sense? And again, you know, I kinda base this show a lot to do with and I was just a smart guy to grab probably the most dry cigar in my humidor. <laughs> to grab me a black and mild with this thing falling apart mm. but uh with everything that's going on right now with the pandemic in the world you see a lot of people a lot of decisions that have been made uh in regards to i would say maybe how the economy is going you know money business related and stuff like that and you know i think back to back in uh what was that? February when uh, me and my family went on a trip to the Bahamas. Okay. And that was this threat of the coronavirus. Right, right. You know, and everything and stuff. But, you know, it's like maybe a case or two in New York and just this, that, and that. And people was, because that was a like Valentine's Day weekend. And, uh, you know, it just really wasn't a, a big, big thing. thing. You know, right. it was just something that you knew that was there. And how people were just like, nah, nah, ain't no big deal, no big deal. And... Hell, in a matter of a month, the whole country was turned upside down. The whole world was turned upside down. I mean, it was going crazy. It was like, yeah, it was all it, it was exactly a month. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because I mean, it's like the whole country of Italy was dead, you <laughs> right. know, and he's hitting everywhere else, and uh, it just spread like hot fire and everything. But what was unique about it, it just seemed like that reluctancy to move mm -hmm. on it. I'm not a scientist, I'm not an economic, uh, economist. I can't sit here and say if we'd have moved faster, uh, we would have did a whole lot better. I would, I would, I would hope to say that was the case, but I can't really say that was certainty because I don't know for sure. 
But I, I will say that I felt that we reacted much slower than we could have reacted. Mm-hmm. And um, to that point, I think that kind of put us in a hole. And then once we made decisions to let's counter it, let's shut down this that and that, I don't think I think we just didn't stay shut down long enough. Okay. To recover, and now we're back opened up, and we can't go back to that because hell, we're just trying to recover from what two weeks mm-hmm. did, as opposed to and go through it again. And I think a lot of it's based on just really just straight common sense. Mm. Like, look at man, this ain't right. When you one death is too many. Right. Even when people go through statistical data and everything and say, well, hey, listen, you look at this, you got more people dying from the flu and all that other kind of stuff. At the end of the day, one death is too many. Right. And I don't think anybody wants to be any kind of guinea pig to say, okay, hey, we want to do this and do that. And from our leadership at the federal, state, and local level, seems like for the most part I've been lost. Yeah. And a lot of it been rooted on you know, some of that business and some of it just like, you know, this ain't anything. You right. Got, ain't no big you, thing. Yeah, it's you, a hoax. Yeah. You you think about, you know, even with the president, you know, his first couple, you know, uh, State of the Union, who needs a mask? Mm. I don't need a mask and all that kind of stuff. And they were going places and doing stuff. And, I mean, it was just sending such a crazy message because we talk a lot about blind influence. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean by that blind influence? You have a lot of people that when you're at a certain level, you can be uh, the president, an entertainer, business person, uh, people just listen to what you say. Mm-hmm. And a lot, they don't really go into researching and trying to find facts and stuff like that. And unfortunately, when that happens, man, you got people making crazy decisions without knowing what's going on and not using good old-fashioned common sense. Yeah. Not thinking or whatever. I'm going to share a story that happened today. Um Uniquely, I don't know if you guys seen it in Gwinnett County. They got this guy. I seen it on uh, 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 Slick You posted. Mm. The uh, the police officer on the porch. Okay. And the females on the porch, and the officer grabbed it. Slick, I think you posted it. And the officer was uh, going to grab him. His white officer and like three black females. And I don't know what happened. But they show him, like, it went to the point where, you know, put your arm behind your back under arrest. Mm-hmm. She arguing with him and everything like that. Hey, now, I will say this, too. Her friends did a lot of barking with her, but when he pulled out that taser, everybody stood up and got out of the way. Right. You know, all her whole crew. <laughs> well, you can't do this. Right, He right. pulled out that taser, taser. Right. All of them, hey, I ain't seen nobody help her then. Oh, okay. So he done <laughs> hit her with the taser. You know, he trying to, you know, uh, lock up, and everybody like, you can't do this, you can't do this. Long story short, he handcuffed her and everything didn't went off. I it was one young lady posted on there, like, we need to see the whole story, mm-hmm. you know what's going on. And you got different stories. Hey, he just went there, they was in their own yard, mm-hmm. they were being loud, and he had no right. But you know, you don't know, you just see the forty something with a fifty second clip mm-hmm. and you don't know what started. So I made a post, yeah, we do need to find out what all going on. I got one sister put a post about I was kissing A. I was a coon. What? Uh, 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 you know, you just asked, just went all ballistic on me. Right. And I responded with it. With, you didn't even read what I posted. Right. You know, and like I would say, I'm one of the few people that's active out here. 
and I know what is not that you defending the police officer. Right. What I try to get a lot of time, people put traps on you to sit here and join a fight mm-hmm. that ain't a valid fight to join so they can make your voice less valid. Right. She said, man, you always complain. See, we caught you in a lie last time. You were arguing for them folks. Right. And that was the thing. And they wasn't nothing to do with it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then when you have a legitimate thing that you want to say something about, they go back to it before, you mm-hmm. know, you jumped on their stuff, you didn't know what was going on. The trap ain't always got to have cheese on it. Right. And the trap ain't going to necessarily have a trap road on it. Mm-hmm. But when you go jump into it, well, I know it. And that's one of the biggest things, like we talk about in the show, thinking, using common sense, let me find out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Understanding that when you see a police officer arguing with a young lady locking her up, we look at it like, okay, he, he ain't got no business doing it. He ain't doing his job, right? Mm-hmm. But we don't know what happens. Right. I don't want to see any sister locked up. I don't want to see nobody go through this, and I definitely want to see no parent lose no child or whatever this, that, and that. That's true. But the thing of it is we still have to know what happened. Mm-hmm. And I think people just are so quick to want to uh, judge and, and do certain things, we forget about common sense. Because even on that posting, the young lady said, well, you got the right to do this, you got the right to do that. And I, I'm going to be very, very honest with a lot of people. Look, y'all are not damn attorneys. <laughs> mm. Y'all are not attorneys. I mean, y'all really, and, and, and to be, just keep it real, to put emphasis, you're not a damn attorney. Half y'all can't damn spell. So when you putting this shit on here about mm-hmm. what's your rights and you got man, your spelling ain't, I mean, your punctuation ain't good. It's that North American ebonic, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that North American ebonic. You type it like you text. Yeah, you know, yeah, you yeah, yeah, the word yeah, I yeah, using yeah, yeah, yeah. W A T F and W T F and yeah, all that yeah, old crap. Yeah, you sitting like, hold on, hold on, I, I understand, I understand. <laughs> but you have to be uh uh uh, uh from the melanin persuasion. To actually have an idea right. of the language. Yeah. <laughs> That's what on there. And they be putting any laws and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, man, trust me, man. Y'all, y'all can't even damn spell right. half of the stuff you're trying to explain. Right. And again, there ain't no shot at nobody. It's just me being real. When you sit here saying, well, you know your rights and you're sitting there arguing about certain things, you really don't know your rights. You mm-hmm. really don't know. You really speaking on what you heard. And then, you know, I tell people a lot of times, man. Avoid the encounter. Use common sense. Mm-hmm. Certain things you can argue later on. But, you know, sitting there trying to Prove debate a with a police. Yeah, especially even trying to do it with a police officer that he probably doesn't know the law either. Right. But he has that authority right then and there. Mm-hmm. And you got to let that go. You can sue, complain, everything the next day. But you definitely going to win that right then and there. And that was just one of the things I, I just stated, find everything out. Man, she went hard on me. She went hard. Hey, and then I put a response. Response a little lengthy. I ain't reading all that. <laughs> of course not. She wants you to read your hood. That's why I said, exactly. <laughs> reading is hard. Looking at a dang 30-second video is easy. Easy. You right. made my point. Right. You made my point. She even put in a do your research. Once I get a response, I ain't reading all that. <laughs> I just put something that required one percent of effort. effort. Right. She didn't want to do that. She ain't want to do that. She had, she felt she had made her point, and uh, it wasn't no need to talk no more. And a lot of times, you don't be making your point. You don't be making your point, and to be honest with you, you really don't even know your damn point. Right. And people are very comfortable 
with being in a certain position where they can always say certain things, but then when they get into an arena where they have to articulate themselves to other people, especially from another persuasion, they get all quiet and nimble because mm-hmm. they don't know what to say. And again, because at that time, that's when you're going to be asked, hey, look, explain yourself. Explain yourself. What do you mean by that and everything? Because I asked the sister, you know, what did I say? Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Out of pocket. Couldn't say nothing to me. Couldn't say nothing to me and everything. All she read was, we need to find out the whole story. And then she right. went in from there. That's all. I guarantee you, that's all she saw. Called your boy a coon. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, social medias, man, they get it. I mean, I had a discussion today with somebody on social media on one po- of my posts. And, I mean, a long discussion. I'm always I'm always with it. <laughs> I'm always with a discussion. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't nothing, you know, disrespectful. It was just, hey. Dialogue. Dialogue. Yeah. And I, and once I finished breaking it down to, to the brother, he's like, you know what? You're right. And he moved on. But it wasn't even a post that we needed to really have a discussion about I felt but since you want to I got time <laughs> I'm on my lunch break why not <laughs> well the hard part of the hard part of everything is a lot of time people just don't want to uh, admit or understand that everybody don't see the world the way I do exactly and being there respect another person's mind that's just a a, a a show that you mature adult and when you sit here and just call somebody out their name because they see the world different you Especially if their opinion is not oppressing anybody, but it's just a different point of view. People just got to, you know. But it also shows the actual length or, or, or their intellect. And as you as a person with some common sense or with any kind of knowledge, you got to be smart enough to like, look, I don't need to be talking to damn fool. Right. Because at the end of the day, two fools arguing, you don't know which one is, quote, unquote, the real fool. Yeah. So, you know, especially from the outside looking. So that's why you have to be smart enough to understand that, look, this person, no matter how I say it, write it, or draw it, they're not going to see, the, see it. They're the stuck way. on it. And you got to be smart enough to just say, yeah. look, man. Luckily, this, this brother, was, I've had discussions with him before, so he's he's very he's very intellectual. So I don't, And I told him, I said, you know, I respect your intellect or else I wouldn't waste my time having this discussion with you because I would feel like I would lower my IQ. The more I teach you, the dumb I get. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. You get there with some of your cousins. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. you gotta pull out that magic marking on Crayola. And John stick figures that. Lord man. have mercy. Lord have mercy. Hey again, this is uh Change of Life hosted by your truly Deontay Burton. Tonight's show we're talking about are you too busy to use common sense? What happened to common sense? You know, so we'll have a good discussion in regards to the way a lot of things are going in the world today where people actually moving without thinking um, and saying certain things without just using good old-fashioned common sense. So make sure you go to the, you know, uh, Change Your Lives, you know, again, where we talk about motivation, personal development, professional development. Uh, we're streaming on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. We're Instagram, Periscope. Uh, Periscope. Check me out on uh, on IG at Deontay underscore 77. Make sure you go to the YouTube, excuse me, Facebook page and subscribe to both. Um Make sure you go to the YouTube channel and hit that bell so you can get notification anytime I upload a video also. Um, over well over 200 videos and everything. So make sure you get all your good information, make you feel just good, feel better videos. Again, I put out one last week that uh, did pretty good. We was talking about, you know, just being prepared. Don't necessarily wait for your job, lay you off. We got a lot of people that are going through some challenging times right now. And I just want to encourage people to be proactive. So that was a good video. Regardless, just, you know, don't wait for them to lay you off. Prepare. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, just have you some kind of strategy. You know, you sitting around, well, they say they might lay us off, and they've been talking, but we ain't heard nothing. And 
supervisor came and said something the other day, but we ain't for sure. Don't you sit there and damn wait for them to tell you. Man, don't do that. Get your ass and look at your resume. Go on yeah. Indeed. Spend 30 minutes a day just going on Indeed. <laughs> don't sit there and wait for them to fire you. You can filter it out on Indeed. You ain't got to sit there and look hey. through all the jobs. You hey. just go what you're looking for and get it on Indeed. Yeah, it is not that you're trying to be negative and talking up all the crazy stuff right here. You're just preparing. Mm-hmm. Prepare. 30 minutes a day. You know, spend a couple days just tighten up that resume. You know, then spend a couple days looking on a couple different job boards and just say, hey, just a look or whatever. You might surprise yourself. Damn, I got some more skills. Or, hey, I'm underpaid. Right. And just being proactive. So, you know, that was a, that was a good video I put out there and everything. So I just want you guys to subscribe to the channel. You and know. he ain't talking about the ones where, they, where uh, you go into work and ain't nobody mentioned nothing about laying nobody off. And then that at the end of the day on a Friday at 4 o'clock, they say, hey. We got to let you go. Mm. <laughs> I ain't talking about a surprise. I'm talking uh, about yeah, what yeah, they're telling yeah. your ass. Yeah. They shorting the hours. Yeah. Furloughing. <laughs> that shit, I'm going to have a one down direction. <laughs> the hole in the boat. Right. The man's just doing like this. Right. And you just got to decide <laughs> when you going to walk the plank. When, when, oh, yeah. Yeah. Shit. Right. We're trying to do this. We're trying to do that. Now, everybody missing work and losing hours except the supervisor and everybody in the office. <laughs> he covered. Yeah, everybody else. <laughs> he, so, for some reason, he started, he want to learn what you're doing. Yeah, come on now. <laughs> now, he the kicker. His wife or son started working. working at- <laughs> <laughs> I got some horror stories. Uh, oh, man. Yeah. But, yeah, check those out. We've got a lot of great videos and stuff on there on Changing Lives, so please. Please, please check it out. Like I said, one that did real well was the one we talked about going to school virtually. So, mm-hmm. you know, you get a chance to check that out and stuff. So, like I said, well over 200 videos. And please take advantage of all of them that's on there. Um, Let me throw out a question to you about this topic. Sure. Do you think in your own judgment that common sense, not in not in the generation, not in today's kids, just in general, is lost? Better judgment is lost out here. Mm, no. I don't think it lost. Mm-hmm. I don't think it lost. I think that you have probably was probably throwing everything off. To be totally honest with you, I don't think it's lost. I think that decision making has changed, and mm-hmm. I think that what what's happened. We used to be guided more by common sense, mm-hmm. and now we've came more to that middle ground between, you know that greed and bad decision making mm-hmm. to come since like it was just like that was far right mm-hmm. but now it's like the right coming more even okay but we saw you know putting other things you know like money jobs uh greed all that kind of stuff kind of went close but i don't think it's lost i just think that the other side is used a lot more okay because i think at the end of the day we're not we're not living in a world of just total chaos and anarchy. You know, you got bad stuff happening. Don't get me wrong. I mean, and you see that on the news all the time. But I still think the vast majority of people out here are just good people. Okay. You know, they make bad decisions here and there, make good decisions here and there. But I think that it's just that, especially especially now with just from a leadership, mm-hmm. it ain't the, it ain't the best. Okay. You know, because the decisions are made on numbers and money mm-hmm. as opposed to what's right and wrong, how people and stuff like that. And I think that's gave more. It's been giving more light okay. with what's going on and stuff. I just, I just was wondering, like, do you think, like, you know, 
Or you think that people sit back and think about it before they do it, or they just do it? The hell with it. Uh, yeah, some do, some do, some don't. I can't. It, it's kind of. I don't want to get into. Well, I can't honestly say just from my opinion, what's more, more, was which one is more or the other. I just personally think that people don't use common sense a whole lot more than they did before. But I can't. I think the vast majority of people, you know, do right. the right thing. Most right. they gotta do because they ain't got no other damn choice. <laughs> right. But I do think that it's just more prevalent. Okay. You know, where the people actually use another way of thinking uh, to be their compass on okay. how to uh, make decisions and stuff. Because uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I just, you know, with I think uh, Donald Trump, I'll probably be unpopular. I think he's a, a brilliant businessman. But I think you, you're actually seeing the residual of him being in that executive office mm-hmm. from a competency standpoint. You know, and everything, how everything has actually came about from the policies and especially with the pandemic, how it was done, where you got somebody that probably knows how to handle public policy, know how to run local and city governments. They probably could have been a lot more reactionary okay. with doing it. I personally think that he was probably the least qualified to be president out of probably the top two or three candidates in the, in that election from the Republican side, right. but he was most popular. Right. And we don't vote on Congress or mayor. We vote on what? Popularity. Popularity. And that's all that matters. Um, I think even from the Democratic side, I think Joe Biden is uh, probably the most qualified mm. of all the candidates. I'm going to be honest. Like I said before, I thought Herman Cain, you know, rest in peace, was by far the most formidable opponent to 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 Barack. Because mm-hmm. that brother was a genius. Mm-hmm. You know, they, he was wrong color for that part. <laughs> right. You know? That man was sharp, man. He was sharp. I used to listen to him and Neil Bortz. I mean, he just. I used to listen to Neil Bortz. I used to love listening to Neil Bortz, but once he started going more, because he was centered. Yeah. Like, he was real. Like, he would get on both sides. But uh-huh. once he started going more right, and once he started, once he got ready to retire, I, I stopped listening to him because he was sounding just like Sean Hannity to me, and that just wasn't the same. Well, the, the thing of it is, Sean Hannity, and what's my other man, or Rush Limbaugh? Mm-hmm. A lot of them guys. Rush used to be an R&B DJ. Mm-hmm. And uh, people evolve and do a lot of stuff, and they start changing for better or worse, you know, which is opinionated term. Uh, they get away from what's called common sense because, again, uh, you can't – sometimes you ain't nothing but an illness, mm-hmm. a situation away from being broke. Mm. And people forget about that. That's when we start talking about using common sense. Right. Like, that's not my issue. Shit. <laughs> you don't know. Right. Look how many people were affected – by this dang pandemic mm-hmm. that didn't know man you look at i'm just you must let you myself for example that i spent pretty much all of 2019 prepping to be like i'm less brown <laughs> <laughs> to be less brown oh. mr short dollar ready to get on stage got okay speeches doing everything pandemic hit hell ain't nobody doing no kind of public speaking right so you got to learn how to pivot and adjust and look how many guys, look how many people it took, you know, just say entertainers and all these other kind of folks uh-huh. that just ain't making no money now. Right. Comedians and all this other kind of stuff. And even they were still like, you know, let, let's say they kind of lacking now, even trying to do like online stuff and everything like that. But it's still. Right. They, they, they're extremely restricted. Right. They ain't no. 80,000, 90,000 arenas and stuff like that and stuff. You, 
you may try to do this and stuff online but be honest with you what they're showing with them to be totally honest with you is that they pretty much were allowed to do what they were allowed to, to do. do right so now you got a lot of them man think about how many entertainers and comedians you don't even hear from now true they not they uh, do you th- yeah the pivot is sometimes hard. What you about to ask me? Do you do? Hell no. They ain't doing a damn <laughs> thing. Hell no. I was, I was gonna ask you that, Hell I, no. I slid on by that. They working on their children books. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Hell no. They ain't doing a damn thing. A damn thing. Okay. You know, if you got your your music, you can release it. Get some YouTube or some streams or something like that. Uh, you able to do that? Great. But outside, I'm talking about just being able to do shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's out, man. It's over, man. It's over. Not over, but, you know, and it really, to be honest with you, if you are independent and you can't do no shows or whatever like that, I mean, just imagine the, the how, man, that bag done went to a Crown Royal ball. <laughs> bag. You done went for that big old brown bag. <laughs> that little damn purple bag with the drawstring. Right. You know, chang a ling a ling yeah, there you, you go. Ain't take nothing, you ain't had nothing less than a hundred. Yeah, there you go. You got, got one, a couple quarter, quarter. Yeah, a couple quarter and a little sack of That's all they got up in there. The new bag. Right. But that's what, they, hey, man, and I think that's changed a lot of stuff. And, again, people just making certain decisions, you know, just the way emotional based, the one that's sort of being rational mm-hmm. or being based off, you know, right or wrong with just morality. Hey, man, that's one of them things and stuff. It's just how it is. But, you know, again, you know, this is Change the Live, hosted by your truth, Deontay Burton. Tonight's show, we're discussing uh, whatever happened to, uh, are we too busy to use common sense? And, um, again, tonight we're rooted into a lot of things that have been going on with the pandemic, how everybody's been able to reshuffle and do certain things. And, and you know, a, a lot of stuff just come out of it mm-hmm. in regards to, you know, just businesses shutting down, everybody getting all these new PPP and idle loans. Knowing you don't want to deal with the feds, the whole opportunity of getting all these hundreds of thousands of dollars. Right. Knowing you ain't got no more business than the man <laughs> in the moon, but because you got the opportunity to get it, right. you know, it outweighs common sense. So, you know, what we're talking about it. Let's, let's look at what is common sense. You know, common sense by definition is good sense and judgment uh, used in practical matters. Okay. So just pretty much is how you use what you think from a moral from a moral standpoint, hey, what's right and what's wrong? And uh, you just talk, you know, through your family, life experiences, and just overall learning. You know, you kind of look at it, you know, you know, grandma, when we when you're young as you are, say three, four years old, mm-hmm. grandma say what? Don't touch that hot stove. Mm-hmm. You know, you sitting over there like, hot, hot, you don't want to do it. Boy, don't touch that hot stove. I go touch it, touch it. Damn, I'm crying. <laughs> hot, 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 hot. Told you, little dumbass, don't, don't touch, touch it. That hot stove, right? Now, common sense done taught me. Right. I'm a damn fool. I go over there and touch it again. Right. Because, again, now I know and everything. And that's just those things that, you know, uh, uh, that you learn and you see and everything, knowing, okay. And typically, from a common sense standpoint, decision making, I always use my old rule. If you got to think twice about it, don't do it. Okay. And you know those kind of things that naturally, okay, it seem right. And you got to see and say, well, I don't feel, you know, this should be, it's probably wrong. Okay. If you, if you got to, because internally, uh, a lot of times, people don't necessarily uh, uh, won't actually deal with certain things and stuff. But you got like a little clock or something inside you, like, no, nah, no, nah, do that, no, nah, man, don't worry about it, this, that, and that. Just mm-hmm. you know, and everybody, I, I don't, I don't never uh, try to flash to people what's right and what's wrong. But I do think it's something internal in you 
Right. Yeah, you know, they'll tell you. Yeah, they'll tell you, hey, nah, that's probably not the best thing to do. And um, we look at a couple of factors in people's lives that kind of craft how you got common sense. You know, uh, you have certain experiences like successes, failures, triumphs, and disappointments that kind of, you know, help craft that in terms of, you know, those things that you, uh, they can uh, uh, craft those little items in terms of common sense. Also, you have certain things where you're looking at, you know, basically, like we said, what's right and what's wrong. And we look at things that, you know, let's say it's fair, is it illegal, is it oppressive. Right. And, you know, just going back, you know, looking at common sense. I'm telling you something I seen the other day. Uh, my son, was it my son was having a, uh, a live stream with uh, Akon. Okay. And they were talking about him doing a song with Takashi 69. Right. Because he was a snitch. Uh-huh. And Akon was just like, hey, man, he was a young kid and everything like that. And I thought he had a very valid point because my son was sitting there saying he broke the code. And he said, man, y'all, man, y'all talking about code. You an old man. You know, right. like, that ain't, you know, you in the street. <laughs> like, how can I put it, you know, when you start looking at it in terms of like, hey, somebody a snitch and you doing this kind of stuff, how can you be arguing about? He kept saying, "Well, my son kept saying, you got certain morals and a street code. These are morals, but how can you have morals when you talk about doing something illegal?" Right. Now you Down. might have a oh, oh, now, oh, oh, now, now you might have an oh, honor code. My phone, I'm sorry. Excuse my friends. People will do illegal stuff and swear they are the moralist person walking. Hey man, I hear you. I'm just telling you. I hear you, but that's yes. why if that was the deal, you wouldn't be going to jail for it. <laughs> I'm just telling you. I get it. Like I say, you know, the whole thing about we got a street code and this, that, and that, and all that kind of stuff. When you're, just say you're selling dope, right? Mm-hmm. When you're selling dope and, you know, you're sitting there saying, okay, this is the code we're going to live by. But you turn around and sell dope to your partner mama. Or say somebody mama that you know that she's a mother mm-hmm. and she got kids at home. But you selling dope because you quote unquote got to feed your family. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you know you negatively impacting somebody else's family. Mm-hmm. But if you're for your, generations to come, man, for generations to come and everything. But I'm just saying, like you know that ain't right. Mm-hmm. And so we can say and say we got an honor code among thieves. And like Akon said, at the end of the day, if you a true street person, you know that that little kid was an entertainer. And the real gangsters that went to jail for that, they're the ones really. They not mad at him mm-hmm. they like he said they mad at themselves because they would they knew better than being bring that boy in there with him anyway because people that actually into that stuff you're a real street cat you only gonna deal with guys you know what they gonna live like that right you bring somebody in that you know he gonna tell on everybody That's you knew that and the only reason why you did that why because of money right and that was the thing over there so you start talking about codes and stuff you can't be sitting here looking like yeah this is the honor code and all that kind of stuff now no, no, I, I ain't no I, code among thieves from what I heard. Right? Hey, man, what's on? This is the principles and all that kind of stuff. No, man, this is illegal. <laughs> this is illegal. We can sit here and try to debate that all day and night uh, and say that's the illegal part. It destroys families, it destroys, it just it destroys. And I've seen it firsthand. We've all seen it. Our age have seen it firsthand. It destroys lives, regardless of if it being illegal or not. You know it's gonna, you know what's gonna impact this person. You know it's gonna impact them forever. Hey, let me tell you something. Well, we ain't gonna say no names, but you see, you got a lot of these entertainers out here now. Everybody done got older and they not making hit records no more, and now they done got a compass 
and they out here arguing for reparations and all this other kind of stuff. Well, no, real like you see T.I. and all them guys sitting mm-hmm. there. What the hell I'm talking about? I ain't saying no name. But <laughs> arguing for reparations, and be, let's be honest with you. If anybody need to do reparations, he need to get reparations over there at the bankhead. Because, mm. hell, I, I, I went to Woodson. Uh, Wilson Creek was Grove Paul, John Kerry, them kids, so they can't damn read. Mm-hmm. And you said, I talking about the whole community, everybody talking about what? Selling dope and doing all kind of illegal stuff. But now we get a moral compass. We want to go ask these white folks mm-hmm. for money because of slavery. Man, come on, let's go fix these what these little kids that can't damn read. Because at the end of the day, that's what hurt us more than anything. Because at the end, we can go back to say, hey, and again, this is my opinion, which I think is a fact, though. Uh, we can sit here and look at what happened to us years ago, and and, and I won't disagree that it, it doesn't have it, it does have a long term effect in, in regards to slavery, Jim Crow, and all that with us now. But right now, we have a lot of opportunities to get educated and do a lot and do a lot of things. And when you go on the west side and you see the kids over there, you know I'm talking about what shit. I'm I'm on these schools all the time. What thirty percent? You still got a house over there, so they like you don't be there. Well, thirty percent. I'm saying thirty percent. I'm even I'm me going to these schools dealing with these mm-hmm. kids. You know, you're talking about thirty percent of all third graders in the state of Georgia. I think it's like maybe fifteen to twenty percent, like the city of Atlanta, reading on a particular grade level, mm-hmm. and all that kind of. They ain't got sh- nothing to do with no damn lowest in London. Right. Come on, man. Right. Come on now. It got everything to do with rapping about trapping, pimping, <laughs> hoeing, and killing. Hey man, I ain't never heard no alphabet rap. <laughs> I ain't never heard no algebra rap. Huh? Right. Well, I say you heard that. No, I haven't. Oh, on Sesame Street. <laughs> shit, come on now. You, we sit here and we start talking about this common sense. We, we we're pushing one thing about the white man and all that kind of stuff. And God knows I ain't trying to get down off them. But I am saying this: Hey, we gonna be accountable? Right. How the hell are we pushing for reparations? And man, we don't say you don't made a career. I'll poison your people. I'll mm. poison your people. Where the hell common sense in that at? Right. But see, nobody want to talk about that. Everybody want to blow that out because when we talk about accountability, accountability, when we look at that man in the mirror, mm-hmm. it's painful. Mm-hmm. That can be with our lives, our careers, our weight, everything. We say, shit, man, I shouldn't. It's easier. Right. Man, you know, they be putting stuff in the food. Yeah. No, you be putting shit in your mouth. <laughs> we putting it in yeah, your yeah, mouth. Yeah, that, that, that was I like going to eat. <laughs> yeah. and, and at the end of the day, we don't want to sit here and look at that kind of stuff. You right. say, Hey, maybe I'm the cause, or we the cause of that. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Mm-hmm. You sit there and look at it. You know, you front of shy. You got guys, Chicago, L.A. Mm-hmm. They sitting there fighting, killing each other off territory. That majority of them don't even own one damn brick. One, one damn brick. Yeah. This is my area. This is my territory. This is my hood. Don't own one damn brick all over renting. there. They all rent. Come on now. Come on now. Yeah. How the hell yeah. can you argue that? And and when you get out of that of using common sense to say like, look, man, what am I doing? Right. Why am I doing this? I ain't did nothing to him. He ain't did nothing to me. Mm-hmm. And just get out, you know, just say, look, man, what what can I do to better myself? I don't myself? even know him. Hey. I don't and, even know him. And, and you you get out of that. And I think that's really what you know. To your point, you asked earlier about the people that you know use common sense. I just think that. The greed and all that other kind of stuff. Because at the end of the day, we sit here having a debate. I mean, I'm be honest with you, that whole thing with the damn Lois of London thing. I sat there and look at what's the motive behind that. 
Right. So they can start a fund that you're going to be in charge of and get some money. Because ain't no way in the hell you sit here, you go on the west side. It's the easiest thing, what everybody say. The white folks come here buying everything, and they getting everything like that. Well, why the hell didn't you keep it? Well, they bought a house. They, they put these buildings up, and the property taxes went up. And? Pay the property tax. Come on now. On grandma's house. Come on, on now. On mama's house. Come on. How, how many of my friends that I grew up with that have just, for crumbs, I feel like, let the childhood homes go away. Mm-hmm. Let the childhood homes go away. Not necessarily even been greedy. A lot of it got to do you just don't know. Mm-hmm. You don't see the value of it. But I always, I, uh, 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 what Master P said at one time, I, I remember he said that when he first met those guys, I forgot what record label, they had offered him like a million dollars. He mm-hmm. turned it down. His brother asked him why he do that. And he said, man, if that man offered me that money that quick, what am I really worth? worth right. And if a person pulls out a check so quick to offer you something, you got to sometimes think like. What is it really worth? Yeah. Damn, you know what I'm saying? Because people know what to make you move. Mm-hmm. They know what to make you move. And if he offered me a million, I'm, I might be worth ten. Yeah, but yeah. you'd be so greedy and happy that somebody want to offer you something, you just take what you can get. Mm-hmm. And I think that again, we go back to that whole morality thing, where people say, "Hey, you know, this is the code of this, that, and that." Man, you got your damn mind. <laughs> you got your damn mind. <laughs> you got your damn mind. Ain't no damn code, right? Or whatever and stuff. You don't sit here and talk up your damn community. You don't sit here and, and, and been a damn menace. For half of your damn life. Right. You know what I'm saying? You go to jail a couple times. They ain't knocking nobody or whatever. Then you come out, and now you won't call everybody else stupid. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Right. No. Right. No. No. That ain't how it goes. That don't mean that person is stupid, but the whole thing of it is just you have to be realize that your path is what you chose. Mm-hmm. And everybody else's path is just different. And, and, and it goes back to what I was talking about with the, the young lady had that post earlier. That's one of the biggest problems with the black community is that we can't have open dialogue and just agree to disagree or in the most simplistic form. That's why I asked her, brother, what you mean by that? Mm -hmm. Uh, Explain yourself. Mm -hmm. Sister, you know, give me a little bit more uh, with that. Instead of just saying, you a damn fool, you know, this and that. And just understanding where everybody had different viewpoints. Because, again, the way you crossed the finish line, you ran across, I jumped across, the next person slid across, other person backed up, but they did what? Crossed the finish line. Mm-hmm. And we got to respect everybody got a different way of moving. Mm-hmm. And understanding the way I move and the way you move, it's just different. Not a right or wrong, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you have to have just enough common sense to know that, listen, hey, man, this just is different. But we're so stuck in this is this, that is that, and we're getting a residual of that. Right. You know, because when you only think one way and just got a narrow mind, a narrow viewpoint of stuff, you limit on the stuff you can do in life. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's probably one of the issues with us. We always waiting and asking. It's we always waiting and asking. That's what we did that video about the stimulus check. Right. <laughs> I've been waiting for somebody to say that way them DNC. Yeah. We got a whole fun roll of funding of stimulus coming in. <laughs> I guarantee you at a Republican convention. Oh, that's going to be somebody pitch. Right. That's going to be somebody pitch. We got that stimulus coming in. Got that in. stimulus money coming in. Yeah, that's got the first thing. He's going to say, who else can gave y'all a stimulus package? You, man, come on now. That's his first, that's his first come sentence. On come who on Who else gave y'all $600 extra a week? Man, come on. Nobody but me. Man, shoot. That, hey, that folk right there in and now, man. <laughs> hey, how's it going? This is Change the Live. Host by your truly Deontay Burton tonight. Shit, we're talking about um, how we forgot to use common sense, you know. 
I know I done changed the title three or four times tonight, but that's the gist of it. <laughs> Common sense encompasses a lot of things. A absolutely, and everything. Because again, I just want to have this good, you know, this good conversation tonight, because so many things have been going on in the world lately, and the way people are making certain decisions, you know, when these decisions are made, they're a decision they you like, but they, you you know, it ain't necessarily the best decision. Right. You know, just you say, okay, we want look. I'm tired. I went, I drove, go to buy the P.O. box, go buy my P.O. box uh, Friday night. Uh-huh. Drove by a bar in a stop bridge. When I say that whole Kroger parking lot was packed, now this place ain't so big. Right. So I know the whole aunt, uh, 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 idea of social distancing. It was not going on. It was not going on. <laughs> <in there. laughs> there might be some social hugging. <laughs> Some social kissing. Some touching. Well, damn sure we're no social distancing in there. Oh, no. <laughs> I see them social coming out there sweating. How oh. damn. How <laughs> <Hi> damn. What's <laughs> that? It's like the perm is out. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't no damn social distancing. Social sweating up in there. Shit. Well, there wasn't no distancing, no right. safety, uh-uh, uh-uh, and everything. So, and you know that. You know, okay, cool. You, you sitting in there. You know all this stuff going on. That's your decision to make. Okay, if I'm gonna be sitting in this stuff right. or not and everything. I ain't knocking nobody. But again, we start talking about just good old fashioned common sense. Right. You know, grandma tell you, boy, put that coat on before you go outside. You know, girl, put some put some uh, socks or something on your feet. Don't wear them shoes like that. You right. think about that stuff. Grandma used to tell you when you were younger and everything. Like, okay, cool. But we gotta be cool. We gotta be cute. And I, whatever. Used to, I used to buck them sisters. Hey, man. <laughs> I was the biggest. Grandma's system bucket there was. Hey, <laughs> and you and you and a lot of times you get a residual. Right, a right. Cold, right. You're sick. Right. All kind of stuff happening to you and everything. And you know what they say? I told you, dumbass. Listen to me. <laughs> right. Put your I, put your coat on. I'm, I know it's 32 degrees below zero in Chicago. Put your coat on. Yeah. I'm wet this jacket. <laughs> you know another thing we would start talking about. We're looking at common sense. The reason why a lot of times people don't want to use it. Um, that whole idea of just perception, you know, how people see you. Mm -hmm. You know, you want to be seen as a smarter person in the room. You're a leader. You know, you got high self-esteem. You don't want to necessarily be shoulders being wrong and stuff like that. And, um, you know, I'm thinking about something earlier today that I know me personally. I ask questions to find out if I am wrong. Mm -hmm. Some people say certain things just to prove they right mm -hmm. or not get questioned. And, you know, a lot of times you have some people, they just want to be seen as, you know, the the expert, the smarter person in the room. And I feel like I'm in a position where I am in life, honestly, because I ask questions. Right. And, I, you know, and I, anybody know me know how tight and cheap I am. Hell, <laughs> I ain't got one penny to lose. And if I can meet with as many people that can tell me how to make more mm -hmm. money. Right. And save as much money, I'm game. Right. And uh, you got a lot of folks that just don't want to see that. I was talking to a cat yesterday. I mean, we were just talking about just different business ideals and the consensus we both came to. I've been in business 19 years for the past, the past three, I say from year 16, definitely 17 forward. Everything changed when I started paying for game. Okay. When I start, when I say paying for game, going to thousand dollar seminars, mm -hmm. start paying more than that. To get coaching right. and doing that kind of stuff, where I was like, "Man, that's too much damn money." 
and then you start seeing like I when I went to that place out in Phoenix, and it's just not putting beer inside it, but it'd be honest. I had to pay a thousand dollar for a two weeks seminar course right. for the tax business. Benefit me greatly. Right. Helped me out a lot. But what stuck with me, you know, it I, it was pulling teeth for me to pay for forty eight hours of instruction in the mastermind group for a thousand dollars. But the instructor brought his coach. Okay. He gives this cat twenty thousand dollars. Okay. For two days. Okay. Of coaching. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Right. I'm sitting here trying to be tight, wallet, but the guy that's making the money off of me, mm -hmm. he's charging somebody, you know, right. that much more. And so the thing of it is, is just sometimes we just look at it like, I want to be this, I want to be that, I want to be seen this, that, and that. Until you can humble yourself and look at it, you'll never be where you can be. Mm -hmm. And sometimes just come down to like, look, man, just common sense that, look, man, you're doing it your way, but your way ain't working. Mm -hmm. Your way is a way. But when you start seeing, like, look, man, hey, they next level. They doing this, that, and that. Just pay, the, pay for it. You know, people, I don't want to do that. I don't see. Okay. So, like, with, you know, what I do with it, mm -hmm. it's it, it, in the tax business. People call me on the first question they ask, how much y'all charge? <laughs> of course. How much y'all charge to do taxes? Now, this is the thing what we're looking at and everything. What's up, PJ? PJ was in the shoot, uh, studio last week. He, he abandoned us this week. How you <laughs> he, doing, Junior? He ain't had time this week. No, nah, he ain't had time. <laughs> uh, but here's the deal. When people say, hey, what what a first question. How about you charge? Right. I said, we charge you anywhere from here to here. Depending on what you got or what you got going on. Oh, boy, that's for that? And, you know, I always look at it like, okay, you want to pay $50, $75 for mm -hmm. something. You finna get somebody your name. Social address, bank account, your children's address, and you want to choose the cheapest person you can. <laughs> <laughs> you actually gonna so they can have a, a, a cyber security breach. You actually gonna pay somebody fifty seventy five dollars to damn <laughs> for a smooth identity theft. Right. Cause like you said, the next thing you know, they ain't got no kind of uh, security or firewalls. But hell, they ain't gonna do that. They gonna sell you social. Right. But then you 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 don't find any value with paying for quality or paying for it. now again can that happen to anybody place absolutely but it's totally different when you pay for somebody that you know they consciously trying to protect you from that mm -hmm. or, you know and everything but that's the thing people just don't value certain things they know it might be the right thing but they want to just go the cheap route mm -hmm. you know call and get a diagnosis may run a call around and get the cheapest quote common sense telling you man look do i need to get it done the right way Right. I want to get it done the cheapest way. Right. Your mind telling you, I know it's best to go to lab. Right. Your mind telling you that's best to go to lab. Common sense telling you, but your purse telling you, man, I'm going to go, Mr. Charlie. <laughs> Mr. Charlie. <laughs> Sound quality might not be as good, but man, Mr. Charlie, gonna have your head like you on a <laughs> like you crumbling up paper on the mic. <laughs> Real tin can with a string. All right. <laughs> Nowhere near and everything. And we just got to get out of that. Right. Uh, you know, appreciate what people bring to the table. Appreciate what people bring to the table. The skill sets, the expertise. Just appreciate mm -hmm. what's going on with that. You know, another thing people look at in terms of just, you know, that ego mechanism and listening to folks. Um, a lot of folks just ain't receptive to different ideas. And, you know, they just don't want to sit here and look at, you know, I focused on this and they, they stuck on it. Mm -hmm. And I, I get it. I can understand how 
I've been in situations where I've worked on a particular project and thought about something over and over and over, and then somebody come in with a whole different perspective. And it's not that that perspective don't make sense to me. It's just like I'm kind of pissed off. I done spent so much time <laughs> doing this protecting way. this way or perfecting this way, mm -hmm. and here they come with something like that. Even when I know it sound right, common sense tell me, like, damn, man, he got a damn point. But I'm just so damn stuck on <laughs> shit. Man, I've been working on this all damn day. I only want to deal with it. Right. Yeah. And you got to just be realistic. That 12 or 13 hours that you done spent trying to work on that idea, even though this person just came out the blue with it, it might be the best thing. They can save you a whole lot more heartache, pain, time, money, and everything. Mm -hmm. And you just got to let that ego go. Hey, man, this you know, it's cat there. Mm -hmm. And that go back, like I said, value other people, what they bring to the table. And what they say to you and everything. That, that ego gets you in a lot of trouble. Mm, it gets yeah. you in a lot of trouble. Like I said, that'll stump on common sense left and right and everything. And uh, some folks just don't want to be wrong. They just want to always be right. They always want to be that, hey, you know, you know, I got I got this. I got that. I know that. Especially, you know, some of my, my educated sisters and brothers. <laughs> Ooh. You know what's funny, man? I'm going to say this, you know, uh, just being in a undergrad was worse. Grad school one is, you know, uh, is bad. But you had a lot of professors that never worked in the quote unquote real world. Mm -hmm. They had went through that whole uh, pathway of going to college, going to get a PhD, and were instructors. Maybe, but they maybe. never know real world, real world applications on how to do that. And a lot of times you got people with a lot of credentials out here, a lot of educated. They're smart people, but common sense is overrode because they actually have not did application. They know mm -hmm. the theoretical side of it. Mm -hmm. These are the rules and this is how this is done. But just real world application, how it's done, they damn clueless on it. Right. And because they don't have that, they just figure, I'm right, shut up. Right. It's the same way we got people to actually, you know, start making more money. You know, they start progressing in their job and start getting certain stuff because I got a house, I got a car, that made me right. Mm -hmm. you know, it makes you got a house and a car, you got a job, you got an income level, you can afford it. Right. You know, they think they start putting some money in the bank and they put money in their 401k. Now they're investors. So then <laughs> they start giving out ideas. You know, you need to buy this stock or buy that stock. Okay, man. Telling you whatever, what you should be doing and everything. And they really don't know. Right. They're just in a more comfortable situation. Actually, and they've been lucky a little bit. There you go. Uh, lucky a lot of bit. Right. And they've made certain acquisitions and did certain things in life. And it ain't really came and, you know, bit them in the butt, you know, mm -hmm. and everything. What's up, DL? <laughs> Boy, there alone. But that's one of the things that uh, a lot of people just don't want to come to grip. Like, hey, man, I might have just been lucky. Mm -hmm. As opposed to I know what the hell I'm doing. Right. And that's a lot. That go a lot with a lot of smart folks. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Just they don't use, you know, you, you, older people say a lot. And I thought, I think half of that is uh, maybe jealousy. Some would be legitimate where they say, you know, you got books and you got common sense. Mm -hmm. And I think that was just sometimes people that actually weren't educated might be a jealous statement, but also it was a damn fair observation. observation. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and everything, just to say, hey, what, what's going on? But you do have a lot of people out here that are very, very smart, but they just don't sit there and look at stuff just from a practical manner. Like, no, nah, man, that don't make sense to do that. You know, mm -hmm. I get what you're saying, it costs, but, you know, you can look at it on its, on its bare surface. This car calls this, this car go that, but we ain't sitting there looking at the other things. You know, these materials from this country, they material, they have a better, you know, they car last longer. Right. Even though it cost, you know, it, it, it uh, uh, may cost a little bit more, but you get more value with mm -hmm. this and everything. 
the last 10 years more is the one that's cheaper right that ride the same miles per hour or everything but you get more value in what you're putting into it those kind of thought processes a lot of times people just don't even go they're just looking at how much it costs right color no and variables or nothing exactly exactly and stuff so that you know that that's very 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 dangerous because unfortunately and fortunately to an extent a lot of people in our leadership they're educated people but a lot of them don't have no damn common sense mm-hmm. and the man that has a million dollars in the bank they got to make decisions for people that don't have a dollar in the bank mm-hmm. it, it, it's kind of scary because a lot of times they're just looking at it is how they got theirs right and you ain't got yours and you should have it because he got his exactly and like you said not taking in automotive variables that that can dictate why Mm -hmm. and why not you know what i'm saying and that's one thing i think a lot of time people miss out on again this is change lives hosted by your truth deontay burden tonight show we're talking about have people forgot to use common sense or or why don't we use common sense uh been a great discussion and everything we're doing it and we're just going through a couple of items that can cause people not to use common sense another Oh, also, make sure you go to the YouTube channel, Change the Live, hosted by your truly Deontay Burton. Well, we got over 200 videos where we're talking about uh, motivational, personal development, and uh, professional development. Got a lot of great videos on there, so make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, subscribe to the Facebook channel, follow me on IG at uh, Deontay underscore 77. Also, you can follow me on Twitter at MajesticBiz. As I always remember, all links to everything are listed on the, uh, uh, the bottom of the YouTube video, so you can go follow everything from mm-hmm. now so you got no way of missing anything also is a tidbit and i'll bring it up later uh my first uh funnel that i put out how to beat procrastination i'll give you guys information on how to get a hold of that funnel it will change your life okay, okay? <laughs> but we'll get back to that you know we're nearing the end of the show the next thing i want to go back and we're talking about factors that can kind of uh cause people to uh not use common sense is uh the issue of greed well you know you put your your desires you know before the rights of others and how you feel about what you feel is more important. And I think that's one of the biggest uh, uh, catalysts of what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. People worried about losing their damn money. Now, because you, you do have a, a a good segment of people, especially the business owners right now. Man, we got to stay open. Look, right. I'm about to lose everything I work for. And I don't look at that as being greed. Right. But that's I do being look practical. Exactly. Realistic. Exactly. What I look at being greed when you got $100 in the bank. And now your hundred dollars went down to seventy five. You act like you about to have a stroke. Right. And now you got all these people down on Wall Street. We got to open up. We got to do this. We got to do that. I lost. I lost twenty five million dollars, and I got seventy five in there, and he's doing the hell, you know. And seventy five million in it. <laughs> and I just bought this house in yeah. the Hamptons for one hundred and ten million. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I, I, I just got to get get it together. <laughs> Man, I tell you, I looked at a Lifetime movie the other uh, the other night. Man, oh, that lady just made one mention. She was going to take one thing. He was just like, well, look, man, let's just go out in the lake. <laughs> <laughs> now, the white man, they ain't, they ain't even trying to let you take a dollar. Let's go and ride to the lake. Boop, them duct taters. <laughs> overboard. She want to take $100,000 of my $5 million? No. <laughs> It's going to boat ride. F- uh, swimming with the fish. Man, <laughs> And white men, hey, they don't play. Right. You ain't taking nothing. <laughs> Except they're going to a boat ride. Okay, sure. She's packing up. She packing lunches and shit. He putting ropes and duct tape. <laughs> ain't no conversation. He just think about his damn money. <laughs> she's going to take my, 
a piece of my money. A piece he, of he was getting a there. corner. Hey, he was getting every damn thing together. <laughs> hey, honey, you want some mayonnaise on your sandwich? <laughs> sure. <laughs> he started putting that every damn thing you name now. Like he damn MacGyver or something. <laughs> he gonna tie her head. Oh. Soon as she turned her head on that boat, boop. Right. Get him, man. <laughs> that was something to see. But they greeted something else. But uh, and the last thing I want to just bring up in terms of you know one of the things that push people without using common sense, and I think this is very very important, and I think it's it's kind of probably you know touch all of us, and that being fear, you know just being realistic is something just true if it can happen or not. I think we go so much into the what ifs and everything, we be worried bugs in life, and we just forget about damn man, look shit man, you know the end of the it ain't gonna be the end of the world. You lost a dollar, you be okay, right? You know and everything. Uh, I think with the pandemic happening, though, that did bring a lot of stuff that we, because I don't think none of us figured that we'd be out here walking around in masks and mm-hmm. doing all the kind of stuff we're doing now and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. It did change in, in a lot of ways, but it also has probably shifted us in a way, you know, probably I think where everybody's been a lot more cold to each other because you had to be protective of yourself. And I think some of the fears that we've had, not what I'm saying in terms of protecting yourself from getting sick, but just worried about certain things that you just totally just forgot about mm-hmm. become since like, hey man, what, you know, we gotta do, when, when it first started, what was everybody talking about? They weren't talking about really the social distance. They were in my damn martial law. Mar- yeah, yeah. Martial law, you had George Floyd going on. Everybody talking about, you know, gun ammo went up and everything. I ain't been in one damn firefight in their life. <laughs> I do want to get this disclaimer as a U.S. Army disabled veteran, uh, 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 marksman, 40 out of 40, Hawkeye marksman. It ain't the same as shooting at no piece of paper as shooting at a person. Right. I'm just letting you know. I know you got skills at the range. Right. I know you do. Right. But it ain't the same when they hot leg coming at your ass. It ain't when they the shoot same. back. It ain't the same. You moving, heart rate elevated, you moving and all that stuff. Yeah. It ain't the same. I just want to let you know. It ain't the same. I'm telling you, that damn paper. Don't shoot back. Oh, shit. That and paper. don't dip and dodge. Oh, man. And you know, you at the range. You might got your wine and your cheese, and it's an event. You know, at the range. You know what I'm saying? It's an experience. Y'all dating. He, you know, your man standing behind you. He, he hunching. You hunching back. You shooting, and he jerking back. It ain't the same. Okay. It ain't okay. the same. I told you, I went to that military retirement party, and I told me everybody in that mother was shaking and stuff. Uh-huh. 84 kills. 75 kills. Why they were real killers? Shit. <laughs> Shit. Real heroes? Right. No, it ain't the same. Okay. That that paper that oh no, 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 no. <laughs> that paper give you a false sense of security. Okay. <laughs> like I said, you know, so you know, again, that that, that whole fear factor, I think you like have a lot of people just sometimes, hey man, stop. Just just think for a second. And I ain't saying don't be cautious, don't be aware, because I'm really I really put push being prepared and being aware. And being proactive, but don't let fear overcome your common sense. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, again, sometimes people, especially when they're dealing with stuff with their job, and what are they gonna do this and da 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 da. You you'll let somebody at your job mistreat you or mishandle you, and you don't want to sit there open your mouth as a proud woman or a proud man, and you just like you so fearful of that job. You can go get another job. Right. You know what I'm saying? You can go get you another. Or significant other, you can go get you another car, you can get you another house. You sitting there breaking your neck to keep something that you really can't afford to keep 
and it's, it, it ain't appreciating you no more, no better. But you sitting there like I want to. I don't want nobody to know I'm. I ain't got no money. Right. I don't want nobody to know it. Yeah, shit. Hell yeah. Shit. No. No, man. No. I'm gonna tell you something. Share this one story before we end the show. And I was just thinking about myself, man. It kind of had me reflecting. You know, I remember 12 year old Poochie. Um. Uh. Oh, now I probably about like 10 or 11. We broke it. We poor hell, man. And I used to say cans. Mm-hmm. And uh. I remember getting on the 50 bank head, going up. It was like a recycle place up about Boy Homes. Okay. And I have all I have you about. I bullshit you not. I have about seven or eight bags full of Coca-Cola and beer cans. Uh-huh. Stinking like hell. I got on the bus to go to the place. Okay. To to turn in. So I'm sitting on the, the bus here with my funky cans. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you get on the, uh, the bus, everybody moving over. over. Yeah. Hey, I'm proud Poochie. I'm sitting there thinking like, 10, 12. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> Go in there, get my little $12, proud, is I don't know what. Right. No one ain't got no money. Right. My buddies, them, they laughing at, hey, boy, you can go sell them cans or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no one ain't had no money, so this had to go get me some money. I done right. saved the cans out. My grandma used to dip, so I got to wash her spit. Oh, Lord. No. All this stuff. No. I'm going everywhere getting cans. <laughs> hey, look here, look here. A can is a can is a can is a can. Okay. But I would left that can, Pooch. <laughs> let me my tell you grandma, something. My grandma never used to dip stuff too. Bro, let, bro, let me tell you something. I, I share this story to say that I I it, I was totally numb to how people looked at me and I look at getting that twelve dollars. And I can tell you, thirty years later, I still would say them same fucking right. guy if I had to. And I think that probably would have had me cut a little different from everybody else. I ain't give a damn. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there. I, I had, it was one of the stories my buddy was joking with me about the other day, and I had totally forgot about it. Uh-huh. But in my mind, like, shit. I know in my mind there was no embarrassment. I was counting. that is when you need the money. Man, I don't even necessarily know if I need the money because, hell, I might have 12, and I'm looking the next week going back up there. I'm just, that was just me, how I right, moved. Right, right, I didn't care. I'm cutting grass, saving cans. That's just how I move. I could be done stacked up $100 just saving it. I'm still moving like that. Mm-hmm. I'm the same damn way. But it stuck with me just saying that there were people who didn't have no money that wouldn't consider doing that, whereas I know I had some change in my pocket as a kid. Right. It didn't matter to me. Exactly. It didn't matter. I just remember they getting on the bus and everybody looking at me and moving. And a bunch of little stinking ass cans. Everybody looking at me moving over and everything. But in my mind, common sense wasn't going to have me sitting there like, and ain't got no money. Right. You know, just like, no, you know, and everything. And it just, no, I'm going to go get that money. I if mean, you know, pride can't be that impactful on you. Right. It can't be. And if you sit there and know that you're in a situation where you need help and you can't find help and help is centered around you making a situation, don't you sit your ass and just wait for, you know, to fall out of the, out of the sky. Right. You know. Don't wait to do that. Do everything you can possible to make sure that you can do for yourself. You can't be too proud to go out there and wash no cars, paint no house, or do what you whatever. I seen a little documentary of Master P where he had the first time to get a studio. Dude said, hey, he said, man, ain't got no money. I'll paint your house. So he went and painted the house. Dude came out there like he was messing the house up. Right. He said, stop. He said, because 
that young man was just so willing to do anything. Right. I just went on and let him go and record something. Right, right. But that's what I'm saying. Don't 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 get off your hustle because of pride, because of fear, because of what you know, yeah, say. negative perception, whatever. Don't do that. Common sense. You know what you need to damn do. <laughs> don't you sit there and have no damn stroke trying to keep that car, keep that house, keep that woman a man because you worried about what people try gonna say about right. you. You out your damn mind. Ain't no way in the hell you need to go through that. And if far too many people out here doing that kind of stuff, well, they just like, you know what's right. You know what's wrong. Now, I ain't saying it's easy. I ain't saying embarrassment don't affect you or don't feel it. So when I get that, I'm not saying that. Mm -hmm. But as opposed to the opposite, hell no. Hell no, man. I had a partner of mine. His ass uh, uh, had that damn uh, Bell's palsy. Okay. I woke up a whole damn face in his lap. You know, see that the thing, you know, stroke, you know, stress induced. Uh -huh. You know, seen that for? No. Just no. one side of your face that go, you know, it comes back. Oh, okay. After a while. Okay. But you the stress induced, just okay. wake up and the face shit off. just hanging. Okay. And you're like, what the hell? Worrying about keeping the car, doing this, that, and that. Like, man, look, the money you paying for that car that you really can't enjoy, you can go get you a little damn, uh, uh, uh I forgot, like a little, uh, not uh, the focus of Festival. Mm -hmm. Who was about like early late twenties or something? I think a little Festival. He couldn't see himself in no Festival. He would roll around a little caddy and a little coop. Right. But it was killing him. Can't catch you no Festival. There you go. <laughs> yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you women, can. Women ain't talking to you in no Festival. Yeah, you can. They yeah, talk can. to you in that Mercedes. Yeah, you can. Yeah, while you can. living with your mama, but they yeah, ain't gonna talk in that Festival while you living in that nine bedroom house. Man, let me tell you something. <laughs> let me tell you something right now. Festival beat out Marty any day. <laughs> With a Chevy Chevette. Yeah, yeah, you know man. I mean? man, let me tell you. I just had that Chevette packed up like, hey, it was one of my partners. Right. Shit, you thought we were coming from the Soul Circle, all the clowns popping out. <laughs> that should be packed full, hey, right? Hey, with the partners or the ladies, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. We were going to get in there. And I'm talking about, I had four in the back, three in the hatch. And you lapped up in the front. And oh, and if we had to, you might got to sit down on the gear shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it would drag the yeah. ground. And down. if it you were pretty wide. enough, I might have you rotate a little bit. <laughs> put a little bit of tail while I'm driving the car. <laughs> shit. Holy hey, I was a no-looking soldier before the tank. Right. <laughs> <laughs> shit. So here, that folks, Steven, they'll hell, you know. All them girls I be seeing out there with the boyfriends out there at the bus stop. Hot. <laughs> Think they won't get in that Chevette? I'm, I'm blowing. Hey, hey, you know the out. Hey, you know when the out cool that little tree. Yeah. On the on the river, you just blowing. blowing and they stand out there that bus stop. That's right. They like a green bra. Uh -huh. When they be about ten of them and everything <laughs> at that bus stop. All right, right. We talking about common sense now. Uh huh. Your man got you right there at that bus stop. You know the bench is there. <laughs> I'm right there in my Chevette. That little tree just blowing in the air. <laughs> cool out, and I'm just sitting there like that. I got my eight ball pumping and everything. Come on here, man. Come on now. There you have it. Hey, you have it. <laughs> oh, buddy. Man, hey. I'll bring it back home. <laughs> <laughs> we'll meet you overseas. <laughs> Tales from the pooch. <laughs> oh, boy, man. Hey, man, I had a blast tonight and everything. You know, this is Change Live, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burton. Our show was, uh, you know, did we forget about common sense or how to use common sense? I had a blast tonight. I hope um, uh, you, enjoy, you guys enjoyed the show. And, and again, 
uh, please, last and most importantly, use common sense. You know, we start making decision making. We, we joked about it. We talked about it. But uh, uh, like Lab asks, is, is it prevalent and stuff? I, you know, I really can't say, uh, to be totally honest with you. But I would hope that people are using good judgment and making decisions in this day and age because it's so dangerous out there not to be using it and basing your decision making on things that probably aren't the most wisest to base them on. So, uh, again, go to uh, check us out at Change Your Lives. See us on YouTube. And uh, Facebook at Change Live, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burden. Make sure you subscribe to both channels, uh, share, like all the videos, hit the bell on uh, the YouTube channel so you can get all future notifications of any shows coming out. Follow me on Instagram or IG at Deontay underscore 77 or follow me at Twitter at MajesticBiz uh, on, on Twitter. Also, guys, you know, I, um, if you look on the, the video link about, um, I, I put out my first sales funnel where we're talking about how to help you guys start uh, uh, stop procrastination. We've got a lot of people that, that are starting and stopping or be putting stuff off for years. I gave my whole blueprint on how to not procrastinate or how to stop procrastination in life. So make sure you hit that link on the YouTube video. It's on all of them and everything on how to stop procrastination. Um, that'll take you to uh, my video to give you the whole blueprint on how to do that. And also, if you're interested, I'll also give a discount on personal one-on-one -on -one coaching. So just check that out. Uh, all that link is provided on the YouTube channel. So you got to go check it out on YouTube. You'll see the link down on how to stop procrastination. Got a lot of great, more, a lot more information uh, coming down the pike. And, I, you know, I'm just blessed and happy that you guys, you know, give me the opportunity to share it with you. Also, don't forget, next week there will be no show next week. No show next week. But, again, it don't matter. We got enough videos to keep you busy. If, you know, for the next two or three weeks, okay? Again, it's Changing Lives, host by yours truly. I appreciate you guys tuning in. I hope you, love, you, know, you enjoyed the show. Love you guys. Be safe out there and take care.